0: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: The Sense Maker Hello, I'm Basha, and this is Sense Maker from TortoiseMedia.com. One story every day to make sense of the world. And today, the story of a man in a 30-meter-long tunnel in the middle of London. We're in uh, the tunnel to Euston, um, stopping the HS2. um, And uh, this tunnel's going on a very long way. It's a very sophisticated tunnel, and it's taken months and months to dig. So who's dug it and why?
0: The government claims that HS2 will fire up economic growth while opponents label it an overblown vanity project. Well, as we've been hearing, the controversial high-speed rail link, which will be 20 years in the making, officially began
1: today. Last year, when activists set up camp in a park in front of Euston Station in the middle of London, it looked like your usual environmental protest. Tents, towers, placards and stubborn activists. They're campaigning against HS2, the big-budget, high-speed railway which some conservationists say will cause damage to wildlife sites and ancient woodlands. HS2 needs the land which the protesters are occupying so that it can build a temporary taxi rank outside the station. And because work is due to begin this month, it looked as if the camp would be cleared quite quickly. But just last week, an 18-year-old protester called Blue let a BBC reporter into a little secret. And that put a big spanner in the works.
0: In the center of the camp, the protesters have built a hut. And inside this hut, in the gloom, because there's no electrical power, is something they've kept hidden.
1: It's a tunnel. In fact, it's two tunnels, although the activists don't call them that. They call one of them Crystal and the other one Kelvin. They've been digging them secretly in the centre of London since before Christmas. The protesters say that Kelvin is 30 metres long and several metres down. They've closed off every entrance to the two tunnels to stop the bailiffs getting in to pull them out, and they've got enough food and water to last them six weeks. It's a bit like The Great Escape, if you've seen that film. And right in the middle of it all is a man called Swampy. Here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full time gig You don't get nicknamed Swampy for nothing and if you've heard of him before it's because this isn't actually his first tunnel. Swampy's real name is Daniel Hooper and he became famous in the mid-90s after he spent a week in a series of tunnels which had been dug to get in the way of a new road in Devon. He's got such a reputation that he even appeared on TV on Have I Got News For You. He was the show's youngest ever panellist.
0: Swampy has been arrested several times and was recently fined £600, although he explained, I'll pay the money off, no problem. I earn £550 a week writing for a Sunday newspaper and it only takes me an hour.
1: Swampy's in his late 40s now and up to his old tricks again. But why does he specialise in tunnels? Well, actually, there's a history of underground activism. In 1999, eco-warriors built a network of tunnels in Crystal Palace Park in London to stop a cinema and some shops being built. And in 2013, they had their shovels out again, trying to stop a road being built near Hastings in East Sussex. They called it the Second Battle of Hastings. And here they are again outside Euston station, underground in the cold and the dark for a reason. Because tunnels are really good at bunging up transport projects. A standard protest camp is a pretty straightforward thing to clear. Tents are easy and the police have got quite good at dealing with people who lock or glue themselves to things. That's one of the favourite tactics of the climate group Extinction Rebellion. But tunnels, they're a totally different proposition the activists at Euston Square say their tunnels have already collapsed five times. They could be buried alive if bailiffs are heavy-handed with them. So it's going to take time to get to them and it's going to be expensive and HS2 is already massively over budget. And the thing about a railway line is it's quite long. There are plenty of other camps along the route. What if there are other tunnels too? The protests might be a rather forlorn attempt to stop HS2. It's unlikely that a bunch of activists are going to put a stop to the whole thing. But for Swampy, it's the only way he knows. If he and other tunnel dwellers can stay put for just a few more days, they might start to become more than just an irritation. And if the developers think this tunnel digging is just a phase that the protesters are going through, well there's some bad news. We've just found out that Swampy's teenage son has gone into the tunnel with him. It looks as if tunneling is set to be a family business. And before you go, let me tell you about Tortoise. That's the newsroom where I work. We do slow news, not breaking news. And we also make a weekly podcast called The Slow Newscast, where we tell one investigative story in depth. I host that too, and I'd love for you to download it and give it a listen. Today's story was written and produced by Xavier Greenwood. The Sensemaker
0: When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer.